So the Bank of Canada raising the key interest rate by a full percentage point yesterday, surprising a lot of analysts. Let's see uh, how much our good friend David McDonald, senior economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, was surprised. He joins us now. Hey there, David. Good afternoon. Hi, thanks for having me again. Hey, thanks for being here as always. Uh, how surprised were you that that hike yesterday was a full percentage point? Yeah, I mean, it was surprising. The three quarters of a point which itself would have been fairly high, historically speaking. I mean, usually the bank isn't jacking up the rates that much at each one of these meetings. Uh, but that was what was expected three quarters of a point, and we get the full point. I think probably what the bank was trying to do was to get quickly to the mid-range of what it thinks is the, it's the neutral rate. Uh, so they've set it, they think the neutral rate is between 2 and 3% interest rate. So now they're at 2.5, right in the middle of that. And the, the, the neutral rate is, is just where they stop providing stimulus to the economy, but not so high that they start to cause a recession or start to start to really tamp down substantially on, on economic mm -hmm. growth. So they're sort of sitting where they think they're no longer going to provide additional stimulus. Now, I mean, it was interesting to read the report that they put out that accompanied it. I mean, they, they expect inflation to continue to rise. Uh, that we're at 7.7 with the most recent data, which is from May. We'll get an update in a week's time or so. Uh, and they expect over the summer that the inflation rate will go up to, on average, 8%. Um, there isn't going to be another meeting now, uh, or sorry, another announcement, excuse me, from the bank until September. And so this issue will go on vacation for August, which will be nice. Um, but, it, it, you know, they'll come back in September. And I think that if we continue to see, or it, you know, if we, if we saw inflation over that 8% average in the next two months, that we'd probably be looking at another rate increase in September, and then you're sort of at the top end of their range of where they think they're not going to start causing, um, you know, reductions in economic growth or a recession. Um, now, they can always just edit the range and say, well, you know, it turns out, it turns out we weren't right. The range is higher. We're going to, you know, or the interest rate's going to go up further and hopefully we'll right. cause a recession. Yeah, but what is this full percentage point increase yesterday, David? What does this tell us when it comes to inflation and rising prices in the bank? Does this tell us that they're now more concerned than they were before? Are they starting, I don't know, to panic a, a little bit here that these rising interest rates are not seemingly curbing these rising prices? Uh, certainly more concerned, more aggressive. Um, you know, I mean, this is part of a series of rate hikes that started in March. And, you know, so if you go back historically and say, when else have we seen this many rate increases of this magnitude in a five-month period, you have to go back to 1994, almost 30 years ago, to see anything similar. Uh, now, this had happened several times of this magnitude in, uh, in the 80s and 90s. The trouble is, and what's very different today compared to the 90s, even though, you know, it's the same kind of rate increase, is that in the 90s, we had much lower uh, private sector debt. So this is household debt combined with corporate debt, so at 1.4 times GDP. Today, we're well over two times GDP. Um, and so the same increase that we had just now, um, you know what, sorry, over the last five months, rather, has a lot more bang for the buck compared to what happened in 94, just because there's a lot more debt that's going to get re-denominated at a higher interest rate over the coming months.
Mm-hmm. But are we headed? I'm seeing a lot more talk after yesterday's announcement of this full percentage point increase in the interest rate. Are we headed for what some call a rate induced recession? Do you think that we see higher and higher interest rates? So money's becoming more expensive at the same time. Prices continue to rise as well. So Canadians are likely to, to cut back on spending because things are becoming so expensive and so unaffordable. Do you think that these rate increases might induce a recession for the Canadian economy? Yeah, I mean, that's one of my big concerns. You know, what everybody wants is a soft landing, quote-unquote soft landing, which is to say you reduce inflation from where it is presently, 7.7%, back down to 2%, which is what we're used to, uh, but you do it without a recession and major job loss. That's the that's the promise. I mean, that's the promise that Bank of Canada has for us. They can induce this soft, soft landing. The trouble is, is that if you look back over the last 60 years, we can certainly cover the distance of inflation to get it back to 2%. Except, you know, it's happened actually three times. I mean, the range that we need to cover has happened three times in the last 60 years. The trouble is that every single time it was accompanied with a recession. So, you know, the success rate of the soft landing is 0%. That's not, that's not terribly promising. And I think we're watching the cycle play out in, in real time, which is that the bank says, oh, you know, we'll just increase interest rates a little bit. Inflation will come back down. Everything will be under, under control. You know, they realize that big parts of inflation aren't under their direct control. You know, the price of gas isn't under the Bank of Canada's control. It's determined by the price of oil, which is an international price, as well as price of gasoline, which is determined by refining capacity. Um, and so it's not, you know, we don't determine it here. And so uh, the trouble is, is that, you know, you could increase the interest rate to whatever you want, and you're not going to change the price of gas, really. Um, you'd have a marginal impact on the price of gas if we were in a recession and a whole bunch of people lost their jobs because you don't need to buy gas if you're not driving to work anymore. Uh, and there would be some impact there, but it'd be relatively minor. The major drivers there uh, have nothing to do with what's happening in Canada. And so this, I think we're watching this cycle play out, is that they increase the interest rates a little bit. They expect inflation to come back down. It doesn't come back down, so they increase it a bit more. And inflation doesn't come down, they increase it a bit more, and all of a sudden you're in a recession. Yeah. Now, in these previous episodes where we saw exactly this play out, increases by the Bank of Canada leading up to a recession that did, in fact, drop inflation, but at terrible cost in terms of joblessness, um, it took at least a year. And so uh, that would, you know, I mean, if history is any guide, we'd be looking at March, kind of at the earliest of 2023, um, to maybe see the start of a recession. Sometimes it took longer. I mean, it took uh, two and a half, three years of rate hikes before they saw Wow. A recession, although it was pretty severe. I mean, 80, 81, two recessions right on top of each other. It was a pretty tough time. Sky-high interest rates, you know, the economy was terrible. Hopefully that's not what we're in for. Um, but I think that, you know, I think really by the end of the summer, it'll be pretty clear what's going to happen next. We just keep seeing higher inflation. I mean, we just got new numbers out of the U.S. yesterday, 9.1% inflation there, which was well above expectation. I mean, that's my concern is that we see exactly that next week. Uh, with the announcement from the June numbers, and then we see it again in August with the announcement of the July numbers, and then all of a sudden we're we're up another fifty basis points in September. Yeah. So are Canadians, are Canadian families, are they being I don't know, I guess unduly punished by this uh, by this program that the Bank of Canada is following right now by increasing interest rates and it having really no effect on uh, prices, at least not yet. Because if you're in a variable mortgage, obviously now it's costing you uh, more for your home. Uh, if you need to borrow money, that's costing you more as well. So, again, our families, uh, as prices uh, continue to remain stubbornly high and these interest rates uh, continue to escalate, are, are families kind of being unduly punished or is just the truth that there's really no good option here right now? 
Well, it is certainly true that interest rates are a very blunt instrument that affect a whole variety of areas. Now, interest rates are having a very measurable effect on real estate. And so that's an interest rate sector, uh, sorry, uh, uh, an interest rate sensitive sensitive sector where you do see immediate reactions to Bank of Canada's rate changes, you know, house prices fall, you're buy, uh, um, you know, it's harder to get a mortgage. If you're buying a house, you can't get as much for the same monthly payment. And so that's an area where we'll definitely see prices fall. And you'll see the knock-on effects in the economy around the real estate industry. So for the folks that work there, there's just fewer sales. You know, if you're an agent or a mortgage broker or something, you see fewer sales. I mean, if you're involved in um, home renovations, you're going to see fewer clients. You know, if you're involved in new home construction, there's likely going to be less initiated as a result of this. So there is a direct impact there. But you know, the idea that inflation rates are going to affect the gas price, I mean, that's just there isn't really a direct connection there um, until you cause a recession. And, you know, at present, for most Canadians, they're not yet really going to feel this increase in interest rates, except if they're buying and selling a house. I mean, if you have a mortgage, your situation's not really going to change until you renew that mortgage. Probably going to be a couple of years from now. You're probably in the middle of a five-year term. Um, even if it's variable rate, uh, the amount that you pay on a monthly basis will, in almost all cases, stay the same. Uh, and, it, you know, you, how much goes to interest versus principal changes, obviously. But, mm-hmm. you know, your, your, your monthly, you know, bank statement doesn't really change substantially. It's really once we get into that recession area that now um, unemployment starts to kick in, people start losing their jobs, and then they're really in a pickle. So now you've got higher interest rates, you, you know, and, and this is partly why is it takes some time for people to start to renew those mortgages. Now they're paying a lot more in interest because they're not going to spend as much in the economy. There's this delayed reaction is because it takes time for people to renew these, these um, you know, term debt instruments on the household side as well as on the corporate side. Um, and then, and that's where the quote unquote punishment comes in. I mean, people do want lower inflation and high inflation like this is not, you know, this is certainly not positive for workers. They're not keeping up to this inflation. You need lower inflation they could conceivably keep pace with in terms of wage increases. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you do want to get it lower. The trouble is if you're relying on interest rates to do that, the costs are often extremely high with a lot of collateral damage and a lot of job loss. Without a doubt. And we will be watching for those inflation numbers out next week uh, with a great deal of interest. David, always appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us here this Thursday. Thanks for having me. David McDonald, Senior Economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives here on the Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.